Medical procedures are always at least challenging to some degree, at the least. To put it bluntly, they often suck. I'm recording this from my hotel room just off the campus of the University of Washington Medical Center. Today is my sort of fifth anniversary, if you will, and I've had plenty of time to contemplate on the anxiety, stress, and worry that is universal to the human condition, myself included. This video is going to share seven tips on how to deal with some of the anxiety and claustrophobia or suffocating feeling that oftentimes goes along with having a chronic illness. Stick around till the end and I will share a bonus eighth tip with you that you won't want to miss. These are in no particular order, but to start off with, setting the table correctly is critical. What you serve is going to affect your mood, your stress level, your sleep quality, and it all starts the night before. Caffeine, alcohol, these are all no-nos. It may feel better to have a couple glasses of wine before a very stressful medical procedure. Oftentimes, the rebound effect the following day, along with the disruption of the normal phases of sleep, creates sort of a cascade of events that not only heightens anxiety, but can create full-blown panic. I've seen it many times in my own patients. Caffeine oftentimes is advised to be avoided, and I tend to agree with this. Yes, it's challenging to get up at 4.30 in the morning uh, to get ready for a surgery or a procedure or something like that, but oftentimes you have to be fasted anyways, and the removal of caffeine, at least for a short duration of time, although uncomfortable, is not going to kill anybody for the most part. The next is breath. Breath is very powerful. It, it really can't be overemphasized. If any of you have ever done any breathwork courses, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've not tried this methodology or practice, I encourage you to find a practitioner around you. There are plenty of videos on the internet, but having it guided in person has really been a game changer for many patients, and I've done it many times myself. It's something that my wife and I do on an almost annual basis because it is so powerful. It basically resets the clock, essentially. But what I'm getting at is even more granular than that. There are plenty of Breath techniques that are very simple, they're not complicated, they don't cost anything, and you can find these widely across the internet. I've shared this in the past. My favorite is the box breathing technique, which is a Navy SEAL technique, You're breathing in for four, holding for four, breathing out for four, and repeating the cycle. Uh, Dr. Andrew Weil is a proponent of the 4-7-8 method, breathing in through the nose for four seconds, holding for seven seconds, and then exhaling for eight seconds. This has a powerful ability to reset the nervous system. It's basically a balance between fight and flight, and the autonomic nervous system has a profound ability to regulate your state. You may not understand the words or the physiology or how it works, and that's not important. It's just like electricity. You turn on the light switch and you're not expected to know how it works. It just works. Trust me. If you try this, practice this, this will be a game changer. The next is to get curious. I learned this technique from uh, Dr. Judd Brewer, and it's basically instead of labeling or framing something as good or bad, just be curious about it. You feel an emotion. It washes over you. Be curious about it. What is it? Why do you feel that way? Where is it going? Resist the, the uh, temptation to label and judge us beforehand. Fortunately, in the context of this discussion, MRIs have come a long way in the last decade. The first MRI that I was in as a medical student was terrifying. It was a small metal coffin closed at one end and barely an opening that I could crawl through at, at that point, 175 pounds. Modern scanners are much more open, and they're actually open scanners, but the structure of the inside has created a almost like a surreal visual distortion where you can't really tell how far away the top of the scanner is. There's plenty of space in there, even though it's uncomfortable. It has improved a lot, but just embrace a 
degree of curiosity about what's happening and it will shift your perspective of, oh my gosh, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling stressed to, oh, what is this emotion? Keep in mind that anxiety is often the same as excitement. Same physiology, increased heart rate, increased perspiration, increased breath rate. It's all the same. It's just how you perceive it and how you label it. That brings me to the next point is to get into the open. Not all procedures or body parts or techniques of scanning can be done in an open scanner, but there are plenty of open scanners around the country. So ask if this is a possibility. If you're somebody who has just extreme panic, even just saying the word MRI, then you know get curious, ask the answers, ask for the answers, ask if this is a possibility. I have a friend, a colleague that I train with that actually runs a company that does deep sedation for people that have uh, panic disorder or extreme profound claustrophobia where they can't even get near a scanner. I actually basically put these people under a uh, light sedation. No, it's not light sedation. It's pretty deep where it creates a degree of amnesia. And uh, we use the same drug for in the emergency department where I have worked in the past to reduce uh, fractures and put joints back in place. So that is certainly an option for those that just cannot overcome the fear and are putting off their health and well-being because of that fear. So there are options out there. Don't give up. The next is to anchor to music. And this is very simple. I think many of you, anybody who's played sports in the past, know exactly what I'm talking about. And a lot of times during a medical procedure, you can request a specific uh, band or artist or, or soundtrack or radio station or whatever. When I had uh, my cardiac procedure done, which was extensive and took all day, I asked that U2 be played. And uh, as I entered the operating room, uh, they fired up it favorite song brought tears to my eyes and just really changed my overall state and the same thing every time i have an mri i don't like mris i'm not extremely claustrophobic i just don't like being strapped down to a table but i always put on youtube when i come in and it just changes my state it's anchored to a feeling of concerts that i've gone to in the past and it creates a sense of calm optimism and i just listen to the words i feel the emotion of the artists and it's something that can be practiced ahead of time you can just visualize the procedure, the surgery, the scan, whatever's coming up in the future in the comfort of your own home, playing the music that you love that creates a certain emotion to you, and it'll help anchor that to the procedure, and you can utilize that at the time to help ease and alleviate some of the stress. Remember, you're not alone. This is this is number six. Just re- resist the temptation of trying to suppress or beat down anger. Whenever you try to force an emotion back into its cage, it often backfires. The subconscious mind is not wired that way. Unfortunately, we all have lizard brains dating back thousands of years, and trying to tell yourself that you are not anxious or stressed when in fact you are is not going to help for the vast majority of people. Just take a look around the waiting room. Everybody that is in that room is going to undergo some type of procedure. Many of them are going to go through the same thing you're going to go through. So if you're freaked out about a, uh, an MRI and claustrophobia, many of those people are there for the same thing. I have I have friends that are terrified of flying, and when we fly together, you know, sometimes you have to hold their hand and say, look around. There are 300 people on this flight. They're all in the same metal tube. Little kids, you, I, Elderly people, everybody is in the same boat. We're all going to come out on the other side unharmed, and we're going to go about our day and live to ride on into the future. The last is timing. I think if, if you're somebody who has profound anxiety about a procedure, waiting till the end of the day to schedule it gives you the entire waking phase of the day to worry about this. Not only are you probably thinking about it the night before, maybe sleeping fitfully, dreaming about it, then wake up and fret about it all day long. It just creates a cascade 
a snowball effect of negativity that is brought forward. Personally, I like to get things done right away in the morning if I have to fast. Uh, I love food. I'm a I'm a plant-powered chef, and if I can get it done right away in the morning and recover and get some food in me, that makes me much more happier. So if that's at all a possibility, I highly encourage you to adjust the schedule accordingly. And just thanks for sticking around till the end. The bonus eight tip is from a yoga practice. I'm not sure if this is a Sanskrit word or what it is, but shavasana. It's basically corpse pose or rest pose. Oftentimes during procedures, uh, the patient is actually in that pose. They're resting, they're either sedated or they're comfortable, or in my case today during my uh, cardiac MR angiogram, I was strapped to the table with a 20-pound detector on my chest and abdomen, and there was nowhere to go. I couldn't even raise my hand off the table. And just understanding that this pose felt a whole lot like the end of many yoga classes that I've been to in the past. Oftentimes during procedures, you're covered with a warm blanket, there's music playing if you request it. The lighting is oftentimes a little bit subdued if you're in the scanner. And it creates essentially a safe environment, a warm cocoon of safety, if you will. So those are my eight tips on dealing with anxiety, claustrophobia, and stress related to medical procedures, uh, particularly MRIs and scanning things where you're, you're not all, you're oftentimes strapped down and you can't move. So I hope that you found some value here. If there's even just one nugget here, please like and share this video. My goal as a physician and educator is to help as many people with whatever time I have left on this planet. Obviously, talk to your doctor about your anxieties. Don't go it alone. You're not alone. There are many options out there. And uh, just make sure that you are up front trying to stuff it down and hope that it doesn't rise up. Uh, I've seen people run out of scanners before. I've seen people in the emergency department freak out about procedures and just being open and honest about it. There are many ways to conquer and uh, combat those unpleasant things, whether it's mental, pharmacological, uh, breath work. There are so many things that can be done. As you can see from the other early videos, I've gone through some of the trials and tribulations that many of you may be going through. Uh, having a chronic vascular genetic disorder is inescapable and ongoing and has altered the fabric of my existence. I hope each of you has a fantastic week. Be safe, be well, cheers.